Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. I'm Adriana Scori, a Canadian Rockies hiking, adventure, and travel mom to my two-year-old Turner and newborn baby Nash, and founder and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick-Eberly, mama to Collins and Deacon. We love exploring between our two homes in Alberta, Canada and Washington State, USA. Today's Kids Who Explore podcast is sponsored by Keen Footwear, one of our favorite brands for outdoor shoes. Picking the perfect outdoor play shoe has proven to be quite the task from time to time. There are so many features to take into consideration when picking the perfect play shoe, such as being machine washable for those muddy adventures and how well your little one is able to independently put their shoes on and take them off. Keen has endless outdoor play shoe options, such as the Notch Hollow Sneaker and the Targi Sport Vent Sneaker, and not just for kids, but options for the whole family. To find the perfect outdoor shoe for your next adventure, visit www.keenfootwear.com. That's K-E-E-N footwear.com. Janelle Thomas started working as a ski instructor her senior year in college when her parents dropped the bomb that skiing would be on, then on her dime. She knew teaching littles to ski was right up her alley. She quickly became known on the hill as Coach Nellie. Armed with a degree in psychology with a strong focus on adventure therapy, she had no idea that she would spend the next several years working in the ski industry. From certified ski instructor to children's program supervisor, to ski school clinician, her specialty was has always been working with children. As she started a family of her own, her biggest joy became raising her own three, not so little anymore, rippers. Continuing work as a part-time ski instructor, season after season, quickly put 20 years of experience under her belt. In 2018, Raising Little Rippers was born. Created to be an educational resource, Coach Nelly provides virtual coaching for adventurous mamas, raising the next generation of big mountain skiers. Hi, Coach Nelly. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. So AG told us all about how you've been skiing your whole life. Were your parents really avid skiers then? So my father was, and actually it was my father who taught me how to ski when I was four. And then when I was eight, my parents unfortunately went through a divorce and skiing kind of became the thing that my dad and I did on the weekends. So not only did I look forward to spending time with my dad, but he was really good about making sure we always got outside. So in the winter it was skiing and in the summer it was usually hiking or mountain biking. Oh, amazing. That sounds like such a fun childhood. It was, it really was. Uh, Okay. So then how did raising little rippers come to be? We think it's very cool that you created a virtual coaching space for adventurous mamas. Yeah. So I'm an adventurous mama by nature and, um, growing up, you know, in the outdoors was a privilege. And as I got older and started raising a family of my own, I quickly realized that Um, a connection with nature is really important. And we seem to be lacking it more and more as the years go on, you know, we become more and more disconnected. So I knew when my kids were little, I really wanted to make sure that I continued those outdoor activities, whether it was biking or hiking, or skiing, (laughs) skiing being probably one of the most challenging, both financially and physically. But because I was in the ski industry before they were born, I realized that Financially, I could make it happen if I just kept teaching lessons. Most of the ski schools offer really great deals for their instructors, including season passes, sometimes just for you, but often for the whole family. So I stayed in the ski industry and here we are. I'm actually 22 years later to this day. Wow. Time really flies. Wow. <laughs> 
Two I'm realizing, wow. I know, right? But I'm realizing I'm not going to be teaching lessons forever. And as my kids have grown, you know, I'm having more and more fun just going out and skiing with my family. So as I've pulled away from the ski school, I've thought, gosh, what about all this great knowledge and information I've gained, you know, over 22 years of not only teaching my own three kids, but hundreds of other kids. I've taught kids who have since had kids and I taught those kids. So, you know, watching these families grow up on the mountain, it's really been a culture and a community that I'd like to help grow. So I see, you know, mom is coming up behind me, you know, they're out on the hill with the toddlers, they're struggling with the gear, they're not sure where to start, maybe they need some tips and tricks and ideas and some free coaching. And so I decided I would take everything I know, and to the best of my ability, create this educational resource online, which has become RaisingLittleRippers.com. And there's an educational blog, which is growing by the minute, I have so much to share my to do list as far as blog posts is endless. (laughs) But along with that last season, I started to realize that there was a topic that kept coming up that a lot of mamas wanted to talk about. And it wasn't really a conversation going on anywhere else. And that is the conversation of ski safety and talking about teaching our kids risk management, especially as more and more people are getting out on the ski hill. So last season, I worked really hard and spent the season putting together and launching a e-guide called Risky Business. So that's currently on the website and I've had some great reviews. Mamas are really enjoying this comprehensive guide that's helping them to, from day one, start instilling those risk management habits in their kids. And for next season, I'm working on something that I'm calling the Safe Slopes Challenge. So I'll be launching that and it's going to be a fun way to really get the kids involved with some challenges where they can earn some badges. Amazing. I I really like that about you that you talk about the risks that come with skiing and mitigating them can you discuss a little bit more like could you give a couple tips that you would share just to the general public or how you would go about introducing that to parents sure you know from well we're introducing kids to skiing younger and younger. So of course it depends a little on the age of the child, you know, what you're going to be introducing and then also on their ability. So what I found is that you can start in those very young years, even with the youngest of toddlers, teaching them the most simple of things like moving to the side of the hill when you stop. So we never stop right in the middle of the hill. We always want to pull over like a car, you know, pull out of the lane of traffic. Um, Teaching these little things that teach them to be aware of their environment, that's a huge risk management skill. So we can start when they're very little, but then as they grow both in skills and in age, there's, you know, little nuggets of risk management that we're going to teach along the way. So the hope is that by the time they get to be, you know, most independent, maybe they're out skiing on the hill by themselves, especially by the time they're adults, that these risk management skills have just become habit. From day one, they were a norm, and you just begin to build on those and continue to build as they grow. So as they get older, you're learning more things like how to merge on a trail, how to give the right away. You know, it sounds a lot like you're in traffic. So with the really littles, we talk a lot about driving a car because that's something they can relate to. Um, But there's a lot of similar rules. It's amazing. As you're saying all this, I'm thinking, okay, I'm kind of doing this with my two-year-old as we're learning street safety and car safety, everything as she's biking and scootering and teaching her when to stop, when to look for cars, when to get off and walk your bike across the street. (laughs) Yeah. And they, they soak it all up. Right. So the earlier you start. Yeah. And you're not sitting down and lecturing her, right. You're taking her out into the environment and as opportunities 
come about, it's a teachable moment and you're teaching her to be aware of her environment and to really pay attention and make decisions accordingly. So that's very similar to what we're doing on the Hill. Yeah. And then they'll, then they'll observe it. So what does a virtual session with Raising Little Rippers look like? Well, initially I was going to offer virtual coaching and I've done a little bit of that, but I found that more and more, like I said, mamas were really wanting to do stuff together with other mamas on the Hill. So there's kind of that tricky point, you know, taking coaching that would normally be face-to-face and taking it online has had its challenges. So I'm really talking to moms a lot about what is it that you need and how can I best help you? The virtual coaching session is actually a lot of fun. Think of it like having a virtual instructor who you can reach out to, to get tips and tricks along the way. But also a session includes you sending me video of your child skiing on the hill, and then I'll do an actual movement analysis which basically helps you understand where to go next. So maybe you've been skiing with your child for a little while and they're carving beginner turns down the beginner hill and you're ready to move them towards intermediate turns, but you don't really know where to go next or where to start. And so you send video of your child and and through the analysis, I can tell, you know, hey, we can do this next. And then from there you can do this next. So usually what I do is I send one or two drill videos, examples of games, and drills that you can do with your child to help them progress through those next steps. That's great. And what age do you think is the best, in your opinion, to start kids on on skiing? You know, it depends so much on the child, really. Um, I'm finding kids are on the hill younger and younger. It used to be when I first started 22 years ago, four was pretty young. Now I see kids on the hill around the age 15 months to two years. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You just have to be very realistic about the timeline. So the younger we go, the slower the process is. And the key from the get-go is always to just keep it fun, right? Like you want them to want to come back. So at the youngest ages, I would say anywhere from a year to three years, it's a lot of introducing them to the snow, introducing them to the weather, putting skis on them, but doing a lot of flat ground work versus skiing down the hill, and then hopefully progressing in that direction to teach them to control their speed using a wedge and eventually turn. But if you take an older child out on the hill, say age five or six, you're going to progress a lot faster. So it's really, it it depends on the child. I've had kids who are incredibly athletic, um, who are riding bikes, you know, at two years old with no training wheels, who already roller skate and they come out and they pick it up really quick at three or four years old, especially if they have older siblings that already ski. That's a huge motivator. And then I've had other kids who really have no interest or desire. They're just there because their parents want them to be, Um, you know, and they might not really pick it up until they're seven or eight and really find the joy in skiing itself. Um, So again, you know, age depends on the family and the child, but it's really all about keeping it fun. Yeah. And maybe it sounds like knowing your kid and maybe like, is there a fear element to age at all too? If they start sooner, do you find they're less afraid or totally depends on the kid? Again, it totally depends on the child. You know, my three are all so different. Um, My oldest is by the book. He wanted to know what he needed to do and how he needed to do it. My middle son would take no instruction at all. He's a learn by doing. So he said, give me a helmet and skis and let me figure it out. (laughs) And then my youngest is a very visual learner and he had two older brothers to follow. So 
it was three years old, he was starting to lead them down the hill um, because he had been following them already for a year. So again, yeah, it really depends on the child, what their motivation is and what their fear factor is. I love so much hearing how different all kids can be in the same family. (laughs) Yeah, it's really quite amazing. Yeah. If you were going to give maybe one to three things for parents to do to introduce skiing, what would they be? Again, it might be depending on the kid or the family, but could you give some general? Well, can you give me an age? Okay, let's. Let's go with like age three, because in our community, we definitely have a lot of people starting on the younger side, even around two. So let's go with three. (laughs) Okay. So with a three-year-old who's excited to go to the mountain, um, I'd actually start at home. So putting on the full ski gear and watching some fun ski videos and putting on the boots and walking around in them in the house, that's a really important Um, little skill to learn is how to walk around in those boots, especially at that age, because you can get small boots that will fit that child, but boots are bulky. And at that age, they come up to like their knees. So, you know, it's a lot to learn to walk around in. Um, From there, I would take them to the mountain for a good, fun, exciting day, but plan on spending plenty of time inside and outside, back and forth, back and forth bring some food, bring some toys. And then it's all about really in the beginning, introducing them to all the factors that go along with skiing, the weather and the gear and the feeling and sensation of sliding on the snow. And you can do all of that in a flat area right outside like a day lodge or a ski school. You don't even have to be on the ski hill for that. So some parents will spend their first day just doing these kinds of introductions. Maybe they'll build some snowmen, they'll put the skis on, they'll take the skis off, they'll push them around. Um, But really, really trying to grow that interest, that curiosity, and that comfort level. Um, Because it is a lot to be, you know, dressed up in all that gear and putting skis on the bottom of your feet. If it's a beautiful sunny day, you're lucky. (laughs) You know, if it's a stormy day, you're going to be in and out a lot. The next time you go up, you know, you're going to be working towards teaching them to slide and have fun with it. For some parents and some kids, that means putting them between your legs, you know, and sliding down the beginner hill just so they can first experience that joy and that excitement. But as far as teaching them to do that independently, um, at those very young ages, some parents will use some teaching tools like an edgy wedgie or a harness. Um, And I do have a really great blog post on my website about using teaching tools. I highly recommend that you learn how to use them properly before you use them, because otherwise you can actually create some bad habits that can be harder to break down the road. Um, But teaching tools can be a great resource. Um, Some kids are just coordinated enough and athletic enough. They don't need that. So the goal is really to teach them speed control. And we're going to do that by teaching them to wedge down the hill, which is a lot of people talk about the pizza. You know, your skis look like a slice of pizza. And there's lots of ways to teach kids to do that. Um, There's a variety of tricks. Um, I've got a video on YouTube that shows one of my favorite ways. I talk about spreading the peanut butter. Um, But teaching kids to make that shape and to use it to control their speed, so smaller to go fast, bigger to go slow, and eventually using that shape to stop. 
from there, all kids are going to move towards using their turns to control their speed. And that's really when we get into what I would call real skiing, right? Like we don't have to wedge down the hill. We can go where we want. We can use our turns to control our speed. We can hit jumps. We can go through the trees. Um, once kids really start turning, skiing becomes a lot more independent and fun for them. So that's always the goal that I'm, I'm first seeking with kids. Wonderful. So and I will have- link up those resources you talked about on your website and YouTube. So we sure. can go to the show notes and click on those. Great. Yes. Awesome. So what if a parent isn't confident in skiing themselves? What route should they take? So I am always supportive of parents learning right along with their kids. And there's a couple ways you can do that. Um, Some ski schools will do like family private lessons, which are a whole lot of fun. So if everybody in the family is kind of at the same ability and you think could progress relatively well together, um, that's a good way to get started. Otherwise, I recommend a less expensive way would be for parents to go into some adult lessons. They usually have really great packages for beginners and then put the children in the children's specific lessons. And then at the end of the day, come together and teach each other what you've learned. Eventually, it shouldn't take long for everyone in the family to get to a point where you could be skiing the beginner hill together. And from there, you can really start to utilize my website to progress both yourself and your children um, from beginner through intermediate and beyond. It is probably really good for the kids to see the parents taking on that challenge too, even if they're not confident. I think it's great. I actually, that's why I'm such a strong promoter of it. You know, I've met parents who they're like, well, I'd love for my kids to ski, but I've never skied before. Should I just, you know, introduce them and stay in the lodge? I was like, no, 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 come, come out and ski because it's one of the best family activities I've ever participated in. Everyone can do it together and you can do it together for a lifetime. Okay. So what did that look like for your family? I'm assuming you taught your kids to ski because you had lots of confidence. And then how often did or do you guys get out as a family skiing? Uh, We ski quite often. So our winters are very much centered around skiing. That's actually how we ended up where we are. We're in Whitefish, Montana right now. um, And we came here specifically one winter just to ski. Um, And the skiing was so good, we stayed. And we've been here six seasons now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Before that, we were on Mount Hood in Oregon, and we skied, the kids grew up skiing Timberline and Mount Hood Meadows and Ski Bowl, which are all really fun resorts. But um, yeah, so uh, it's probably a little different for us than it is for a lot of families. Actually, um, just this last season, my oldest was on the chairlift with me on a Wednesday, and he said, Mom, I've come to realize that not every family skis like we do. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, we go to the ski hill like people go to the gym. And that's kind of how we look at it. You know, we, we live only 20 minutes from the chairlift. We have season passes um, and we have all our gear and we even have a free bus we can take to ride up to the mountain. We don't even have to drive. Drops us right off at the day lodge. So we ski um, on average right now, probably three days a week, um, at least one of those days as a full family. As my kids have gotten older, you know, it's harder to coordinate with their schedules. So I try to grab at least one day with each kid during the week. Um, And if I'm lucky, I might even get a few turns in on my own these days. (laughs) Was there ever a point in time where your kids didn't like skiing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, um, it's been kind of fun to kind of watch them come full circle. I've never made skiing a chore. That was the one big thing for me. I never wanted to force skiing on my kids. I've always given them the choice. Um. So there's days as they got older that, you know, half the family would go up and one of them would stay home and watch TV and that was okay. Um, 
because yeah, I don't want skiing to be a chore. But you know, there's also been periods of time where other factors have come into play. Um, my middle son had uh, skin issues for a long time, so clothing was hard for him to wear. And you know, putting on all the clothing to go out and go skiing was just torture. So um, there were a few years we had to work through that. And then there's fear factors too. You know, my youngest is a little daredevil, but um, my oldest is very cautious. So there's been, you know, ski runs um, he didn't want to take, or there's been days he just didn't really feel like going up. So yeah, you know, my kids, even though they've always had the privilege and the environment and the resources, um, you know, they're individuals. And I've tried to just really nurture a love for getting outside and getting some exercise with the family, um, regardless of what that looks like. Um, but I'll sure be happy if it continues on the ski hill. Yeah. And it, that's such a great tip that you give them the choice within that environment. Yeah. So ski gear could be a whole other podcast in itself, but yeah. Do you have any quick tips for families choosing gear? I know that is a big thing for accessibility, like either to rent, buy secondhand or buy new, but any major things they should look for just as a starter? Yeah, I have a whole nother blog post about skiing on a budget because skiing, as we know, is not an inexpensive sport and we've always lived off of one income. So I have a lot of tricks for specifically um, gear. And one of the things I suggest is that you get to know your local area really well. Thrift stores and resale stores are really great to check into every once in a while and see if there's anything that you may need. So it's good to know ahead of time, you know, what are we going to need for next season? So you can keep your eyes open during the off season for such things. Ski swaps are a really great way to get good deals on gear. And those generally happen right before the ski season starts. Around here, I think we have one in October and another in November might even have one the end of September. So they start pretty early. But I do recommend if it's if skiing is something you really want to do as a family, I recommend you invest in gear. Renting can be a challenge. There are, however, and this is why I say get to know your local area. There are a lot of rental shops that will do season rentals for kids and often or they'll sell you new gear, but you can take it in when your kid grows out of it and you'll get credit towards buying more gear. So there are lots of options. The one thing about ski gear that I get the biggest question about with kids is should they have ski poles? <laughs> so, and again, that's kind of child specific independent where they are in their ability and what their interest level is. But generally I do not start kids on the hill with ski poles. It's just easier to teach them to really focus on using their skis to control their speed and make their turns and poles tend to get in the way. So don't bother, you know, even if you're learning as a mother or a father for the first time, you know, give yourself a chance to really focus on using your feet before you stick poles in your hands. So those aren't really an absolute necessity, but the gear you don't want to skimp on is a helmet, get a good fitting helmet. And by that, I mean, you want a helmet that actually comes down on the forehead. There should be no gap between the sun or the sunglasses (laughs) between the ski goggles and the top of the helmet. That's really important. And then quality clothing that won't get wet. So breathable, warm, dry gear, especially gloves or mittens. That can be the biggest challenge because as an adult, I don't want to be uncomfortable out in 
freezing cold weather in the winter. So I don't expect my kids to have a good time if they're uncomfortable too. I do find that kids obviously grow out of their gear really quickly. So hand-me-downs are wonderful. If you've got a community of moms who are skiing, you know, it's good to toss around gear each season. I've done that with a couple families in our area or hand it down to other kids in the family. And then I don't know, have you heard of uh, Shred Dog? There's a company oh. called Shred Dog. So they've just recently in the last couple of years come up with a pair of bibs that I love. They're convert convertible children's ski bibs. Um, and we've been using them with my youngest now, I think four seasons. So they adjust in the length and they adjust in the straps and you can convert them from bib to pants. They're really great. I mean, I can share a link for that too, but um, I recommend parents check them out because the fact that the, the clothes actually grow with the kids is for any mom, a huge benefit. Um, and they are a little more expensive, but they sell direct to consumer and the gear is quality. So not only will it grow with your child, but it's going to provide them the warmth and breathability and protection that they need. Yeah. And that is key. We talk so much about staying warm, especially in the Canadian Rockies. So uh -huh. yeah, yeah the quality gear that'll keep you warm. That's amazing. Thank you for all those tips. Again, we'll link them all up. Is there anything else you wanted to mention today? Oh gosh. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I could talk your ear off about skiing. <laughs> you keep asking questions. I'll keep going. <laughs> well, and that's why I'm like, we need to have you back. Cause again, sure. gear, we need, <laughs> we need to talk a whole sure. thing, but more ski, ski gear. Thank you for everything that you shared today. Where You're can welcome. people find you to follow along? So I've got my website, um, www.raisinglittlerippers.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. That's where I am most often, um, also at Raising Little Rippers and on Facebook at Raising Little Rippers. And um, yeah, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can contact me on the website. Um, I love chatting with moms who have specific questions. Um, and if you have a really great question for me, not only am I offering free coaching, but I might even just share it with some other mamas so they can reap the same benefit. That's so wonderful. Thank you. So we're going to end our show today with our final three questions. So in the last few months, what was your best purchase under a hundred dollars? So my local army Navy store just had their buy three, get one free sale on socks. <laughs> wow. Bought four pair of my absolute favorite socks they're darn tough by vermont have you ever used them or seen them this is yeah. only the second time i've heard about them but adrian uh, i love them okay so my family three years ago now nope four years ago now gosh time really does fly we backpacked a hundred miles of the john muir trail and all of us wear nothing but darn tough vermont socks and we do wear liner socks, but not a single person in my family got a blister. A hundred miles of backpacking with three kids. Holy, that's not impressive. A single family got a blister. So I love okay. their socks. They, they are expensive, which is why I went for the sale. But they do unconditionally guarantee them. If you wear them out, you can send them back and they'll send you another pair. Adri, I need darn tough socks. <laughs> now that I've heard it twice on the podcast, I need to get some. <laughs> I actually got my first pair for free at a, a women's event. We were snowshoeing in Glacier and they handed them out for free. And I was like, oh, great socks. But I fell in love with them. They're the only socks I wear now. Life-changing socks. I know, right? <laughs> um, can you please share a book, show, or podcast recommendation right now? 
Absolutely. Um, you guys got to check out Ski Moms Fun podcast. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. So Ski Moms Fun, it's, um, it was just started last winter by Nicole and Sarah, a couple moms, just like you guys, they're doing something very similar, but it's all very ski specific. Wonderful. We'll have to tune in for an episode. If there was no time or money limit, where would you travel or explore or ski next? Well, like I said, I'm adventurous by nature and um, I'm always scheming up my next big adventure. And the next one on the bucket list is a big one. So if time and money were not an issue, I would load up the family tomorrow and we would get on our bikes and ride across the country on the Great American Rail Trail. Wow, that sounds like an incredible journey with the family. It's something I'd really like to do. The Great American Real Trail is um, not finished yet. So time is an issue still, but um, it will be a paved trail that will go all the way across the country from Washington to Washington. So no need to bike on the road, which makes me really nervous. I don't, right. wouldn't want to do that with my family, but to be able to bike on a trail, I'm all game. I'm game too. That's so <laughs> Let's great. Do it. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, thank you for all of your knowledge today. And like I said, we would love to have you back on at some point. So I would so love to be back for sure. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.